chime, rise and chime. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Simple Jake Sorensen in an early break. Full show ahead. Wow, what a weekend it was in the sports world. Not all good Man. stuff. There's a lot of good and bad things in the world of sports. Certainly a lot of news regardless. We've got coaches fighting in postgame. How about that? In the Big Ten. We've got players during the NBA All-Star Game announcing they're out for six to eight weeks, but still playing in the All-Star Game. I'm frankly <laughs> confused by that. I still, people try to explain it to me. He said, no, you can't, you cannot explain that to me. You got Nebraska baseball with a rough start. Nebraska basketball keeps losing, and the women have a situation. Who said that sports were dead in mid-February? Nobody. A lot going is, on is what happened. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Juwan Howard landed a straight right. <laughs> I don't know. I think he opened his hand at the end. He's probably lucky. I, I, I don't think he punched him. I think it was more like a hard slap. I don't know. We got a lot to talk yeah, you about. You know what? I was off of Twitter until last night, and I saw that. Like, I didn't see that live. I wasn't on Twitter when the, when it happened right away. Juwan Howard Juwan smacking Howard Greg smacking Guard. Greg Guard following Wisconsin's win over Michigan yesterday at the Cole Center. <laughs> but hours after the fact, that, that was still pretty eye-opening. You know, you see, them, you, oh, yeah. you see them talking, and then you see the slap. Like, whoa. Here's why. There's contact involved here, Juwan. Not here's, just a shove. That's the face. Here's why it's eye-opening. You never see it. You don't see it. When's the last time, Harrison, you you saw Harrison is our EP. He's here. Jake, Harrison. When's the last time you saw a coach smack another coach in a handshake line? That's never for me, and that's 35 Maybe, did years. Did Bob Knight ever slap a no, coach? No, no. He'd be a guy you think might. What if Bo would have raced across, Bo Pelini would have raced across the field in 2003? He found Snyder yeah, he did find to give him an earful about yeah. Snyder's scoring late. Gave him an earful. That was a big deal. It what was. if he would have smacked him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that would have been a big deal, right? He was even the head coach. <laughs> he was the defensive coordinator back in 03, right? Yeah, think about that. Think about if Tom Osborne would have landed one on, on Barry Switzer after one oh, of those God. games. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, it's a – it's a. I mean – Callahan spokesman Gino. <laughs> you got to wonder what the Michigan AD is going to do here. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see exactly what happens there. That's his second run into – Jawan Howard's second run. And remember in the Big Ten tournament last year, he had to be restrained from going after Mark Turgeon. And there were reports that he was yelling, I'm going to effing kill you. <laughs> Jawan, easy. Yeah, easy, easy. He might he might have just, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't remember that. He said he was going to kill Mark yeah, Turgeon. Yeah, I was reading reports Whoa. last night. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you need in this in, in for, for Jawan and for what's going on in a lot of these places right now. You need Doctor Phil, Phil Donahue, Jerry Springer, Oprah. You need a panel. <laughs> Everybody all together. This is an emergency. Everybody. You need a panel. There's a lot of issues to resolve here. Yeah. Who am I missing? Maury Povich. Maury, come on in. <laughs> 
Bring them all home. We'll have more po- Povich, Phil Donahue, Dr. Phil, Oprah, Jerry Springer. And then we'll handle everything. See if they can get it all figured out from all that in one, one room there. In collaboration. Yeah, and, and by the way, you taking photos of of me, of my situations. What? And putting them out on Twitter. My Oh, my, oh that, that was deserved. Taking you, photos of my long john. Yeah, and, what was and, that? And, now, that sounds a little weird. <laughs> your long john donut. Your yeah. donut. Well, you, your you're donut. the one who did it, not me. I well, mean, that deserved to happen. What? Yeah, here's the situation. Friday, you leave, and I go to my office. My, that's the thing. not that's your my cubicle, though. Office. Yeah, that's not your cubicle. I'm the only person in that office. So that is there's, my cubicle. There's three cubicles, and I'm the only person that's in the cubicles. There's three. Cubicles. One of the cubicles is a printer area, so it doesn't even count. There's two cubicles, one occupied and one not. And you put on top of a roll of toilet paper to, to start off with. Your ripped open Long John donut. Yeah. And I forgot I said it there. I have no issues with me tweeting that out because that is that's personal. That was weird. It was weird. It's my long. This time. has happened before. Where I've got in that room, and there's just a donut sitting on the desk, and I say, "Hmm, whose donut could that be?" It seems like the typical Long John donut that one person in this studio usually gets. It has one bite, like usual, and it's ripped in half, like usual. There's only one culprit, and he's sitting right across you don't need to me. Send that out on. I had to. To the world. Yeah, I did. We got people need to straighten you out with your donuts there. All right, that's the least of our concerns. Let's talk about baseball. Now, remember remember what we said last week. If Nebraska goes down to Sam Houston State and loses three or four, we're not overreacting. We're not gonna, I'm not real overreacting. They, they pushed us on this, though. <laughs> the starting pitch. So, again, we talked about, Sip, all last week that, hey, the issue that we were concerned about, number one, Schweilenbach, of course, is a big loss at closer and at shortstop. But – Cade Povich. As I said, and you agreed, Cade Povich going consistently seven innings last year, low runs against him. Chance Roach also going Chance Roach, low right. runs against him. And Shannon being the third guy, he now he's the number two guy as of this weekend. Uh, here's how it went. In Nebraska, starts off game one up 3-0 in the second inning, and then they allow a five spot following that. They lose game one, 8-5 on Friday night. All right, you know we get it, game one, that sucks. Game two... Shea Shanneman goes only four innings, six hits, five runs, four earned on those. Uh, Nebraska loses five to one. The bats go cold in Sam Houston. Only only five hits for Nebraska in game one of Saturday's doubleheader. Now, game two, bats get hot. Nebraska wins 12 to nine. Still not great pitching from Dawson McCarville. Goes four innings, five hits, three runs, only one earned. So it's not horrible. Uh, but Nebraska, the bats get going as they win that one 12 nine. And then yesterday, Trying to even the series at two apiece, Sip. Nebraska goes down 6-0 after the second inning and falls 6-3 after scoring three runs in the eighth. And they begin the season at 1-3. Yesterday, Braxton Bragg, the starting, sorry, Braxton Bragg, the starting pitcher, only went one inning, six hits, four earned runs allowed. Okay, the rundown... The rundown on the starting pitching, which is, yep. gi- you know, I That's mean, a big part of this. We talked about that last week quite a bit. Nebraska's starting pitching in four games this weekend mm. 10 and one third innings, 17 hits, 17 runs, 14 earned, eight walks, 10 strikeouts. That's 10 and one third, 17 hits, 17 runs. Okay, now. So the starting pitching faltered right. badly. The the 
the middle relief and relief was okayish, I think. On the on the as far as the offense goes, Nebraska strikes out forty three <sighs> times in four games. Oof. Yikes! And draws ten walks. They struck out fifteen times the opening game. Right, they struck out forty three times. Forty three times on the weekend mm. with ten walks. They didn't play good defense. They had multiple errors in three of the games. Uh, multiple errors in three of the games. They didn't play good defense. They didn't hit well, and they didn't pitch well. Nebraska had seven errors through in the four games combined. Yeah, seven. They, now, now they got Now, what what Will said is the exact right response. That the weekend, this weekend, doesn't define you. It's not going to define this team. He said. It's not going to define the season unless you let it. That's the correct response. Uh, I mean, Will, now I don't know what this week of practice is going to look like. I don't know exactly what you do if you're Will. You expected more. You, you'd been, Nebraska had been outside quite a bit. Yep. So I thought a lot of the, I thought maybe they could iron out some of the issues. But the pitching's the thing to watch above all. You can't, you're, I mean, you, you, we wondered. We kept talking. Do they have the horses at the front of the rotation? You and I were very hesitant to to go with the flow, saying, "Yeah, they have the guys." Too. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle Perry starting things off again gets out of the first inning, twenty seven pitches, but still then gives up five runs after getting a three spot in your favor game one. He goes one in the third innings, five runs, and, and then the next day five walks. Yeah, and then Shea Shannon didn't have yeah. much. Shea Shannon goes four innings, six hits, five runs, four earned. Right. So, lots of work to do. Uh, again, it's just, you know, how baseball is, especially for Nebraska. Being a cold-weather team, slow starts are fairly common. Uh, I think Nebraska lost to Purdue to open last season, and Purdue wasn't very good. So, you don't want to go overboard. But, but on the other hand, you don't want to go overboard. But this is not what, what you expected. I, let's not – I mean, you don't want to – I mean, there's a line, there's a balance here you have to achieve with this conversation. Yes, it's only the opening weekend. You expect maybe there'd be a slow start. We said we wouldn't overreact, but this was not what you expected, right? No, but I, I'm going to be the optimist and say again, it, it was just a sluggish start. The pitching is concerning. We We were concerned about pitching going into this, and there's no doubt about that, but they are allowed to have a rough opening weekend and still redeem themselves. I appreciate forward. your, which for the first time in a long yeah. time, I'm I am the optimistic one right or now. Or the man. reasonable. For reasonable. the first time in a long time, you're reasonable. <laughs> I'd say I'd say I'd say optimistic. I'm not for the first say, time in a long time. You actually have a mature approach. You would, you would not believe, and I'm sure you got this too. But I, I the amount of people that texted me yesterday say, "Oh God, here we go again. Husker baseball sucks too." I'm like, just stop. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of that. I didn't. I didn't respond to him. I said, yeah. I, don't, "I don't have. To, I don't have time for this. Yeah. I don't need your sob story about Nebraska athletics. It's one weekend. Mm-hmm. It's rough start on the road. They they'll probably be okay. Probably." Not definitely, probably be okay. I don't need your sob story. Not you. To, to the text. No, I know, I know. To I, my friends who texted me and tried to distract me from my weekend. Now, now, next up is TCU. So it doesn't – that's why I wonder about the week of practice, what this is going to look like, because TCU's a top 25 team. You're going to play them where the Texas Rangers play. Arlington. Yeah, pretty big deal. Um, so 
So that's that. Let's go to basketball. That, that yeah. wraps up. That's enough baseball. That's enough baseball. Okay. A, ru- a rough one and three start for the for the baseball team. Basketball Friday night. Sip was playing Maryland, who is also a bottom feeder in the Big Ten Conference. In Nebraska. Trailed by two at halftime before things imploded in the second half. Things got sloppy. You saw the windmill dunk to kind of put things away in the second half. And Nebraska falls 90-74 to to Maryland, who is now 12-14 and overall and 4-11 and in conference. Maryland, Maryland comes into PBA having lost five games in a row. And outscores Nebraska in the paint, forty-six to twenty-eight. Okay, now that's where you you're you have to bow up if you're Nebraska and say, "All right, are we really going to let Maryland come into our house and outscore us forty-six to twenty-eight in the paint and shoot thirty-three free throws?" Nebraska I mean, shot just, thirty-one. To be fair, now nah, doesn't matter. Okay. They, they didn't right. play defense. I mean, it's. This is a now this team is one and fourteen Nebraska. If you look at the remainder of the schedule, it looks like one and nineteen to me now. This was one that you saw. Okay, if they don't win this game, one and nineteen seems probably what's going to happen. This this was your most winnable game left, right? Maryland scuffling, yeah, not a great team. Bottom of the conference on your home court, win the game. But I will say this about Maryland: they are a very good example of what we have said about the Big Ten which is the bottom is pretty good. And now Nebraska's the bottom bottom. They're not, they're not good. But the, but the bottom part of the Big Ten's pretty good. The bottom few teams. Maryland, Jake, is surprisingly good. They're, that's not a bad team. Northwestern's not a bad team. Those aren't bad teams. We saw that here. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Northwestern was up by 36 yeah. against Nebraska. <laughs> so was Iowa on the road, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Northwestern was up by 36. Minnesota just body slammed Northwestern. Did they? Yeah. And Nebraska beat them pretty handily. Yeah. So, last Wednesday. I mean, Fats Russell from Maryland. Jake, I watched. I was impressed with Maryland. Well, it, Fats, Russell, Fats Russell's a good little point guard. You can be impressed when Nebraska's not playing defense against anybody, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, and that that dunk by Ian Martinez, windmill. Whoa. Well, it was Trey McGowan just makes a very sloppy pass, top of the key, and here comes. Whoa, who, who is it again? I, I thought it was Ian Martinez. Okay. Now some people were saying it was. I, I read a report that said it was Donta Scott. Help me, help me. Um, what number right now? Yeah, help me, what, Harrison. What number is that, Harrison? Twenty three. It's Ian Martinez. Yeah, Ian yeah. Martinez. I, yeah, a couple of the game stories I read said it was. It was Donta Scott. I was like, that wasn't Donta Scott. He can't get up like that. Yeah, but look look at the lazy pass, though, by Trey. Well, there it is, right? It's just an extremely lazy pass. Yeah. Just very haphazard. It's past the top of the key. Oh, here comes a steal, and here comes a hammer windmill dunk. Yeah. Fred Fred talked about in the postgame Nebraska, Nebraska's habit of getting outscored, outplayed in the early stages of second halves. This game at halftime – was, was relatively was close. close. Nebraska was down by two at halftime, forty-two to forty. And Maryland, right away, outscores Nebraska twelve to three to begin the second half. Goes on a twelve to three spurt, and then it's it's it's. I don't want to say it, the game's over, but it's. I mean, you knew who was going to win, all right. So that's. There's not much else to say. It was really, I mean. I, I, t- I told you I'm not gonna not I'm not gonna turn a blind eye to this stuff. 
I mean, this is this is history being made in a bad way. This is the worst oh, Nebraska basketball team I've seen oh, in 45 years. Is it, is it worse than the previous two years? That's the question. Because that, that's your comp- your competition, sadly, for that accolade is the previous two years of Fred Hoiberg. Which of these teams is worse? His first year, second year, or third year? And I'll tell you this. If it's his third year, that's reason enough for firing. Because if you've gotten worse from what was already terrible for two years, yeah, I'm not, there's no not, defense. I don't think they're worse than year one. They're, they're you know what, playing year, year worse. one. They were two and two in conference play to begin the season. They're playing, Remember that? Yeah, they're playing worse. They beat Iowa. They beat Purdue. They were two and two. They lost seventeen straight. But they were two and two. Now here's the thing. This is another thing about this. And, and again, let's have a, intelligent conversations, adult conversations, not go overboard. This is where I, I feel like I'm yelling into the wind sometimes. But this is where I. What did I say earlier in the season? You're going to have trouble if you're in Nebraska with this this roster because you're not big enough. And Maryland's not a great team, yeah. but they're, they're big. big. They're big. They can bully Yeah, you. they're big, they and can, they bully Nebraska. They bully you. Again, 46, Maryland has a 46-28 edge in the paint. And, you know, Wahab, their center, not great player, but he had 10 points and six rebounds. Julian Reese hadn't. He hadn't been much for them, but he had 13 points in the first half, all of his – all of his points in the first half, I believe. Um, Off the bench. Yeah, big guy. He hadn't been a big factor for them. Um, but, Mar- yeah, Maryland just came in and bullied Nebraska in the paint, which is what happens. In this league, that's, what, that's what's happened to Nebraska continually. Think about it, Jake. Think about what Hunter Dickinson did to Nebraska in the second half of the game. Seven-foot-one Dickinson. I try not to. Think about it. Think about playing against Trace Jackson Davis, how effective Trace Jackson Davis was against Nebraska in both games. Think about how effective Zach Eady was. These are all bigs, yeah, big bigs. bigs. Yep. Kofi Coburn was pretty mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. Um, oh, Wisconsin was a stark example of it to me. Now, they shot terrible. Their big men shot terrible. But if you watch that game against Wisconsin, that first game, it was clearly guard saying, pound it out, pound it at him. Go inside, pound it, work inside out. Why wouldn't you? And the bigs missed shots. And if they would have made shots, Wisconsin would have blew, blown the doors off Nebraska. But they were they were terrible that night, Wisconsin's bigs. But they won pretty easily. The team won pretty easily, even though the bigs shot bad. So, I, it's see, that's why I don't cut Fred Slack at all. You constructed a roster that was – that had a major shortcoming in a league where you can't have that shortcoming. You made an active decision to create a roster in which you basically said, "Ah, we don't need bigs. We don't need we don't need to emphasize that." Now, now people are going to say, "Sip, Derek Walker plays pretty well. He's not a big. That's not a big. That six foot eight's not a big." Okay, you you bring Andre yeah. Eduardo Andre plays pretty well. But he's he's very limited offensively. Four points, two rebounds, and he's not. Come Four on, points. I mean. Th- those guys, I th- those real bigs in the Big Ten, their eye in the good ones, their eyes get pretty wide when on when Eduardo Eduardo Andres guarding them. They do. It's okay. Let's it's go to the hoop. scoring time. It's yeah, go time. Let's go. Let's get around them. Yeah, that's. I mean, God bless Walker. I think he's worn out. That's not a big. Don't come at me with Derek Walker's well, he's a big. The biggest big you have, but he's not a true big. He's six in, this foot con- eight. in this conference, he's just a. They list, average size big guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not even. I mean, they list him at six nine. He's not six nine. But the problem I have with what you said a second ago, and it's not is is for for Hoiberg. I mean, 
if if we can say this is the worst team that Nebraska's ever had, it, the, the contenders are the two years prior to that, and there's just no reason you can keep that coach around. Here, I mean, come on, Sip. We're, we're, if people try to give you reasons about why you have to for the buyout yeah. and, and also give it time. I'm like, no, if, if, you, can say, time, if wow. you can say that any of these last three years are potentially the worst year in the history of your program, which has never been that great. It's been fine, but it's never been that great. I don't. There's no. There's nothing left for me to argue about why the coach needs to go. There's a. I get you. It I, speaks uh, for itself. I hear. It you. all speaks for itself. I hear you. But there's a broader concern that I have about the whole conversation. There's a broader concern. There's a concern that goes beyond even Nebraska basketball. There's a concern that goes beyond Nebraska athletics. If you bring back Fred Hoiberg, he hasn't earned that. <laughs> no, he has not. Okay, he hasn't earned it. So what kind of mm. message are you sending t- to we, the world? We accept- what, are you, what, are you mes- what, what kind of message are you sending to the kids? You can do an awful job. You can do a terrible job. You can underachieve to exactly. an incredible degree, and we're going to keep you. Mm. And we're going to pay you a lot of money. To stay and to go away. Yeah, we're this team... If you believed a lot of the preseason, like what the media was saying, that this is this is a very talented team, that's what they were saying. Well, then if that's the case, then it's underachieved to a to a startling level. And then what? That that then where do you go with that? That's that's a that's a coaching issue, right? If they're as good as they were touted, well, they're one and fourteen right now in the league. So that's that's got to be a coaching issue. It, it, yeah. But I still say the concern I have about bringing him back is the message that sends to the world. This is not even mediocre. This is bad. You you're expect you're accepting horrendous play. Right. A I horrendous mean, winning percentage Northwest, is rewarded. Northwestern, if they fired Collins right now, you'd get it right. Northwestern hasn't even made the NIT in the last five years. Okay. And that team beat you by a million. That team beat you by 30. They were up by 36 right. on you. What What do you – what's the – what I would ask people that push back on the, the notion of firing Hoiberg is what, what's that message? What's that message? How's the outside world perceive that? The, the, the one perception might be this. They don't care about basketball in Nebraska. Look at look at look they're, at that. Look at Hoiberg. Allowing him to win six conference games over three years. Yeah. Look at Hoiberg's record. Yeah. That's that's one message. I mean, and then you have an athletic director who's talking about turning up the narrative on winning and throughout his throughout his department. The emphasis on competitive excellence hasn't been strong enough. He says. Well, then. What if he turns around and brings back a coach who was who who didn't even touch competitive excellence? I I don't think ne- you can not, do it. Never. Yeah, I don't think and you not can at do it. One point in his tenure, has he ever touched competitive excellence? No, no, he hasn't. I mean, the be- like I told you, the best part for Hoiberg was his first year being two and two in conference play, and ever since then, it's gone completely downhill. Yeah, I mean, this isn't personal. I mean, this is all all we're talking about here is record. We're just talking about record, which should matter. Yeah, it's, it should always. Yeah, matter. the only the only defense you can come with right now is, hey, throw the record out, Sip. He's built, and you'd say, really? Well, would you, I, would first you of all, that? I never say throw the record out. I, I'm always amazed when people say, yeah, but that. okay, but okay, take that part out, and they say he's building. I'd say, what? What is he building? Right. Where's the build? I don't see the build. Right, and they're non-competitive. 
they're, I mean, they were pretty non-competitive against Maryland. Yeah, I mean, if you're to talk, tell me about building, I, I better see end of the season success or pushing teams well, more. It's hard now because, I mean, I don't want to say he's lost a team because he hasn't, but I mean, you can. It, hey, the losing wears the kids out. I, I feel terrible for them. Well, I feel bad for them too, but they're, I do. I they're feel a part of the product, though. Yeah, they're the ones that they make a lot of bad decisions on the court. Sloppy passes, as I said, with Trey throwing it to right. for the easy windmill dunk by Martinez. Jeez. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Right. It is on the coaching staff, but the players also are, are not exactly defending the best. They're not rebounding the best. They're not shooting the best. Like they're at fault too. Is there anything more pleasant we can talk about? Like, I don't know. Like, did a volcano hit anybody? <laughs> Well, I went and checked into a hotel that had a toilet seat on Friday night. That was pleasant. What time was that? Uh, about 10 o'clock Friday night. Did you call the front desk? Yeah. Well, I went down to the front desk saying, hey, there's, there's a problem. And I, I, I took a Did picture. You say it just like that? I, I, sent, I sent the picture to you, too. I, uh, there's a problem in room 420. Like, what's going on? Oh, that room. Somebody <laughs> they stole. So they somebody knew st- about it. They, Somebody stole the toilet seat? The hotel was aware of a room having a toilet seat missing and still accidentally booked the room, which was our room. Oh, they said, oh, we'll move you to another room. Oh, by the way, no, wait, hey, that room's already been filled because somebody moved that room from downstairs. We'll put you in that room. I said, well, what's wrong with that room if they want to move? Oh, it's a little noisy next door. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, we'll take that one. Wow. Sure. No toilet seat. The next room's taken. Was and the next noisy? room I moved to... Is because somebody else thought that it was noisy next door, which was fine. It, it wasn't noisy. Was it? But that's that's where you want to put us is where somebody complained enough to move to a different room. Can't you find a toilet seat? I would think so. Harrison knows this stuff because he's a. Well, he's listen, a I'm he not, works I'm for not going to go get a toilet seat for a hotel room. That's I'm not, not saying, my no, obligation I'm not saying, here. No, it's the what I'm saying. The hotel's obligation. It can't be that hard. They may have thought that it was late on a Friday night, you know, ten o'clock. What is there a place still open for me to buy a toilet seat at? And they just said, "We're just going to move you to a different room." You're in Sioux Falls. I was in Sioux Falls, and this is yeah. And you thought I was at some cheap hotel. This is not a cheap hotel. It's a it's a Marriott. That's what you get for staying forty seven dollars a night. It Jake. was not. 40, it was a Marriott branded hotel, and a new part of Sioux Falls. So a new area should be a nice place. It was a nice place, except for a room had no toilet seat. That's more pleasant. At least I can laugh at that one. Yeah. I can laugh at that. That's more pleasant than much of what happened. Because yeah. I can move on. I have to deal with months of that with these programs. That's one weekend. I laugh it off. Yeah, no toilet seat. Ha ha. I'm back in Lincoln now. I'm not living. Well. I'm not living my life without a toilet seat. No, that'd and be weird. With it every day, that'd be weird. And not taking care of it, yeah. saying, "Hey, Jake, you know, maybe you should go buy." Yeah, that'd be no, weird. No, no, no. That's not that. my job. No, you can't stay in that room. I, what I'm amazed at, and this is what Harrison comes in. Can't you just? Can't you? Can't? Don't they keep extra toilet seats around the hotel somewhere? I don't know. I. Don't, I is that something you keep at your house? No, that's good, fair question. Do, do, you really, no. do, do, do people in general have extra toilet seats and sitting I, and around? And I got to admit, if something happened to the toilet seat, I don't know where I'd go exactly. We just have, is that just Menards? Just go to we a can, Home Depot. hardware store, yeah. Hardware? Like hardware or Home Depot. Yeah. A hardware store, I think, might have a toilet seat. Harrison, help me with yeah, this. Yeah, Ace. I bet, I bet if I went to Ace Hardware today, I could find a toilet seat there, I think. I'm not betting money no, on that, but no. there's a chance. No. There's a chance. I would not go to a hardware store. Well, I'm just saying there's a chance it could be there. 
you, I now I see why you leave everything to Elizabeth. No, I there's a chance. I I didn't say it's a great chance, but there's a chance there. If I go to True Value today, that's and not look the first a, place I think of when I think. Well, if I'm trying to buy something else, maybe I get a chance to buy from there. There's other. There's places. There's more than one place to buy a toilet seat. Are you sure about that? Yes. You think I just got to go to Home Depot? It's the only spot in town in Menards. That's it. That's all I can buy for a toilet seat. There's no two places. Walmart has a toilet seat. I bet. Yeah, I bet Walmart huh? would. Yeah, yeah. Target probably doesn't. Pro- maybe. Probably doesn't. Maybe though. Maybe though. I have no idea. I'd I'd bet on Target before I'd bet on a Ace hardware, hardware store. Seriously? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Harrison's agreeing with me as usual. Thank you, uh, Eric. Eric says you guys are idiots. Hardware stores definitely have toilet seats. <laughs> well, then I'm not the idiot, Eric. I'm the one saying it is there. <laughs> me and Harrison are idiots. Hardware stores definitely have toilet seats. Yeah, why would they not have one? Because you got to get the the stuff to fix a toilet. They'd probably have a toilet seat there too. Then. Okay. All right. Well, don't get riled hardware. Up. You got to unscrew the thing if it's coming off, and I guess they'd probably have a you second calm one down over there to replace it with. And quit pay- taking pictures. Of my Long John Donuts. Well, I'm not going to stop that. Send them out to the world. If you keep putting them in a weird spot in my office. Was it really weird? It's not in your cubicle. Sip, I walked in there on Friday. You had already left, and I saw on top of a roll of toilet paper. It's just a place to put it. A split up Long John. I thought that was very strange. I'm sure if I showed Harrison, he'd say, that's weird, or that's messed up. I'd say, you know who did this, right? Yeah. He already left for the day. He's gone. Um, Okay. Clearly, Steve says, yes, all hardware stores like Ace and True Value have toilet seats. And here Clearly I am getting Steve. disparaged for even bringing up the thought of <laughs> I was that. disparaging And I am right on this. Yeah, I was disparaging you. So maybe you need to go to the hardware store. Yeah. I, listen, I live right by a hardware store. I go in there often. Do you? So I should have I I said that. Just go in there and well, hang I get out. my salt for the, for the, you know, the water softener there. Yeah. If I have any sort of needs... To fix some things at the house, yeah, I go you to the hardware store. You definitely have needs. You have some serious. Jake's needs. right. Have you ever been to the home improvement section at Target? No, because it doesn't exist there. It doesn't. No, there's no home improvement at Target. At Target, there's no. not. That's why I said I, I think Walmart for sure has toilet seats. Target, no way. Okay, it's too bougie for. Uh, oh, yeah, it's too bougie. Okay, for for home improvement or toilet seats. Any any does any of the textures have any commentary on Nebraska yes. baseball? Hey, <laughs> Faisal says. Husker basketball and toilets. Very fitting conversation here. Well, I, th- I thought that was a natural transition. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cody says, "Why? Wait, wait. He- hang on a second. Why was there toilet paper just sitting on your desk at the office? Well, yeah, that why here's, here's that wasn't di- me. That here's wasn't the di- me. I can explain that. Okay. It's it's uh, okay when you buy when you go to the store and you buy in bulk. It's much easier to just buy a bunch of toilet paper than it is a bunch sure. of Kleenex boxes. Yeah. You, you know, you're gonna use both. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna use Kleenex." In the, in the bathroom unless you're blowing your nose. You can use toilet paper to blow your nose and sure. it'll obviously do its intended purpose. So yeah. oftentimes this office will either use paper towels or toilet paper to blow their noses into, Okay, which is why there is toilet paper in the That's office. That's something I completely am on board with. Is that fine? Yes. I'm on, on board with it totally. I invite you today, if you have time, to stop by a hardware store and within three minutes you will locate a toilet. And you know what? I have time today. Well, there you go. I might do it. Maybe I'll go with you. In yeah, we can mi- have fun. In three minutes, we, we can will have fun. locate a toilet seat. <laughs> we will have Look fun. Look at that. The thing I got disparaged there's, for even having the idea there's, of. There's one. There's an ace right over here. I mean, oh, literally there, two minutes from, from the station. We'll just, we'll just go there. Yeah. And I can prove to you that I am not crazy. I got. I got not. I, I have not much going on today. Well, maybe we'll do that. More next on Early Break of the Ticket.